And also, uh, for the first time in a long time, I smoked uh, cigarettes. Consistently. Quit with this first time in a long time. That Consistently. Because honestly, if we, we could just remember that when you were, when you were in San Francisco, you were, such, you were like, I quit oh, smoking cigarettes. Two motherfucking and then literally, I go to San Francisco to visit you, and you are just smoking, smoking, good things from my fucking lungs. Not smoking, 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 only because we were hanging out and hanging out. Smoking, smoking, Point is, is that I had a couple of cigarettes this week. Although, everyone, now that you're here. A bunch of drinks. Now that you're here, everyone's quitting smoking, and it's not that I'm a smoker, but who am I going to buy cigarettes off of? You know, because like you know, I hear you. I, I still like a good cigarette, but now everyone's like quitting smoking, and I'm like, I'm the I'm the one who doesn't smoke, so I can. Well, with our group, I'm them. sure the quitting will be quit at some point too. So, yeah, if there's um, one thing that you guys are bad at, is quitting things that are bad for you. Welcome back to the Gay Power Half Hour, the only gay podcast that's been here for you through the election and will get you through the coup. I'm Tony Soto. And your coup boy, Casey Lai. Coup boy, coup boy. Hello. Are we, are we about to have a coup? Is there a coup? I mean- this, Are these idiots trying to fucking do a coup? We made they, jokes about it. We did make jokes, but like, is it? I think it's happening. I mean, I feel like every time we're like, well, never do, they'll never do a thing. They're, they're so, they're just, they could never even try and do it. And then they do with that stuff. So look, I, I don't have, um, you know, and I don't have good feelings about any world that Donald Trump is in the White House, you know, like, so I don't have a good feeling about what could fucking happen now. But I do know that we haven't had a show since Joe Biden officially was declared and won all of the votes to become the next president of the United motherfucking States. You know, so hoorah! You know what makes me nervous? The Pentagon firings. That's what makes me nervous. Like that's the kind of shit that it's like, oh, you're trying to get loyalists around you at like the most important part. Because what I'm hearing is he didn't really get the vote from the military uh, mail-ins. You know what I mean? So yeah, he's, hey, I mean, he didn't, I just don't know. I can't, I mean, let's, you know, let's be real. 70 fucking 1 million people voted for him. So it doesn't matter who he did or didn't get the votes for. That means he lost and he also got the second most votes ever that a presidential candidate ever fucking got in this country because 71% of 71 million people in this country are somewhat pro whatever the fuck it is that he does, which is throw fantasy at people. And I think when it comes to the coup, um, you know, there Not is the no coup. legal option. There's no fucking legal road except for deviant behavior on their side, but they sure are pushing it. I'm just worried. It's like, you know, I mean, there's a lot that goes on with all of this right now. And, you know, the Georgia runoff is the one outstanding election that could significantly change the direction of the United States. And that's two Senate seats uh, that will you know, show us who's in control of the Senate. And I worry that Donald Trump was keeping this up and Republicans want him to keep this up through that fucking election because 
anything that enrages and inflames Republicans is good for their outcome, you know? Well, and at, at that's this in point, January. So it's I, like, yeah. I mean, at this point, he lost the election and they need to, their only play is casting doubt. And that's their only play, because when the numbers come out, the numbers just are there that it, that it was. I mean, they're so desperate that they just made a big deal about calling Alaska, calling it for Trump this this time. And it's like we even we, 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 we had been known that was going to happen. Like we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but well, well, anyway, well, first, obviously, how are you? Let's start with how are you? <laughs> because Thanks. obviously the election has 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 been taking over our minds. Uh, yeah. so, so how are you doing post-election? I will say this. I think that, uh, one, I feel good. Uh, again, any world where Donald Trump is not the president, regardless of fucking the Senate and the House and all that stuff, any world where, that doesn't where he doesn't exist as the leader of, of any fucking country, you know? I mean, he'd be trouble even if he was leading Liechtenstein, you know, but like leading any country, it's better that he's not in charge of anything. So from that standpoint, I feel good. I think Joe Biden is the right type of fucking like guy for this moment in a lot of ways, because like, you know, there are a lot of people on the right who are going to hate Democrats no matter what. And just because he's an old white guy, they might trust him a little bit more because that's what their racist minds do. So I'm open to that. I think the fact that we have Kamala Harris as our vice president is an astounding event for America and history because of who she is and what she represents. So I feel very good about all of that. But it is by no means are we in some sort of like new utopia. Well, I mean, if anything, like, you know, since since the election, I feel I, I, I honestly feel like there's like a weight off of my shoulder. Now I was telling you before we started recording that, like, you know, I'm actually making content again, which I haven't been doing in a long time. And but I don't know why I feel so such calm, because when you really kind of look at it, if anything, the country is more and more divided than anything. I mean, obviously, there's still a liberal majority, which is good, which is what we need, you know, um, which shows you with the popular vote. But but it's it was so interesting because you take states like let's say like Florida, who's who was a red state, but they voted for like the minimum wage increase. But then you go to like, you know, Biden voting states and they voted completely against people. And so. I just don't know where we're at. Like, it, and now, you know, we had Mitch McConnell, who was quiet as fuck after uh, after Biden's uh, winning the election when Trump was railing and railing and he was quiet because, you know, let's face it, the election was good for Republicans. It was good for Republicans. So why should he complain about anything? Yeah. But then, you know, suddenly George is in play. And there is a really good chance for Georgia turning, uh, you know, uh, getting us two new uh, Senate seats. Now, suddenly McConnell is coming out and it's like Trump can do whatever he wants legally. But this is shit that they need to be held accountable for after it's all said and done, because this is doing nothing but inciting people uh, to start questioning our election and then it ultimately get violent. 
I mean, I think that that is my big concern is the longer this goes, the more of those 71 million people who voted for Trump have the ability to start questioning it. Like, I'm very interested in what the percentages are right now of Trump supporters who are actually supporting this. You know, that's not something I know polls don't. Well, they're saying they're saying 80 percent of the electorate right now. And that's including Republicans are saying that Biden is the president elect. So, I mean, that's what I mean is like, what's the fucking strategy on their side? Like, what is the strategy? Because like, just like the fucking campaign of 2016, they didn't think anything of this fucking nonsense was going to work. They didn't believe this nonsense was going to work. And then all of a sudden it worked. And like, that's again, like my fear with the, the Republicans who are not Trump, who are just like going along to get along is like, same thing. Like, they're like, this will never happen. This will never happen. And then all of a sudden it fucking works because the Trump poison is fucking, you know, is is magic to to dumbass motherfucking pieces of shit. And this you know? is, you and that know, includes all of the, you know, white people who voted for him, Latinos who voted for him, black people who voted for him, Asian people who voted for him. Some of that fucking the, uh, the woman who just the first Korean American uh, woman to go to Congress from the OC is like a big ass motherfucking dumb Trump supporter, pandemic denier, truther, motherfucking bullshit. So like, you know, I think one thing that is interesting in this whole, you know, we're going to have to talk about is that it's not just, I know you want to blame all white people for this and we're the worst part of the Trump coalition, but like he almost squeaked by because uh, a lot of people who are not white are voting for Trump. I mean, not a lot. it's not by it's not it's not by the numbers that that it, and, and this is and honestly this is this is a, a Republican talking point that I've been having to fight since the election. Like you, they want to they want to paint a picture like it's outstanding numbers uh, of of people of color that are coming out and supporting Trump, and really that's just not the case. I mean, yes, there is an increase. There's a percentage increase. Absolutely, I'm not going to deny that. Um, and, and, you know, him being out of office is just in time so we can reverse that shit. But, uh, but, but what it comes down to is on this ballot, white folks, men and women saw their grip on control slipping. This was like a moment where they, and, and, and that's something that white people don't want to give up is any kind of control because there isn't unity unless they're in power. And that is not unity. So, I mean, I hear what you're saying because I have a thing, I'm, I'm, I'm real mad at the Cubans right now. The Cubans have always wanted to be white, so. Yeah, I mean, I do. I think it's it's it, it isn't just so much of like a wanting to be white as much as it is like it wasn't just the numbers of Cubans in Florida voting for Trump at higher levels. It was also like the a lot of border towns in Texas that are like all Latino went overwhelmingly for Trump. Like there is something really happening in that. And I do think to a certain extent, you know, I don't want I'm not I don't want to be giving Republican talking points here, but I think that we have to as a you know, as of how we are going to move forward, we have to figure out a better way to talk as Democrats well, to those that we can get and those that and realize the ones that those that we can't get, because a lot of those are voting. A lot of people are voting for Trump on religious reasons. And that's, oh, that, that's that's literally all it is for Latinos is abortion. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it comes down to. They would rather fucking have abortion illegal than having a, 
uh, undocumented people in this country. And, and, and you know, that's an issue that, that, that we have to face as Latino people within our community. That has nothing to do with anyone else but us liberal-minded Latinos speaking to other Latinos, because that's an instinct. And that's my thing too. I feel like a lot of time, it's all these people trying to figure out how to fix communities that aren't theirs. It's like, no, no, no. At this point, let the let the let the liberal black community stand up and actually infiltrate their community and get some shit out there. Same with Latinos, same with Asians. And, and, and what we should be teaching at this point is because this is my concern. This is why I'm so concerned about the Senate is like the infighting within the Democratic Party between progressives and uh, and regular Democrats. We can't have Democrats calling progressives radicals. Like that's the that's the thing we cannot be having said going into January. And, and so my thing is, is like the importance of the Senate to me is that we don't need Republicans to be a fucking stumbling block right now, because we're going to have to get our shit together, working together under the, under the, you know, blue it's, ticket. It's, I, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I think one reason, look, I think I, I'm over, I'm, I'm overall optimistic because I do think that what the country wants done is anything. And I think that, you know, Joe Biden is a person who is willing to get anything done with, and he's down to alienate our side more so, you know, in, to get things done. And I, I think that that needs, he needs to like the, the people need to see stuff getting done. And I'm interested to just see what happens even with Mitch in charge. Mitch is aware, you know, Mitch is a survivalist at his, at his uh, core. And he's aware that Trump was popular. He's not popular, you know, from the GOP standpoint. So like, you know, he also has to figure out how to like do, he has, he has to either pick to go harder on that side without Trump, which I just don't think like their, his instincts are there. Well, that's why or, he's letting him cling on right now. That's why he's letting but, him cling on. But the, on the other side, it's like, or he has to make some compromises to start getting anything to, because again, I think, you know, it's you know, like, no, I, I, I don't think McConnell's ready to do that. And, and this is, this is where you're well, going. We well, the, the, well, well, this is being proved more by him uh, backing up Trump's fucking story about this election fraud. Oh, like, yeah. like that just goes to show you his inadequacy when it comes to being a negotiator, because he has been in power for so long and he's done nothing. So this is just my message to like old school Democrats. What, what, what we have to realize um, is that the majority of the country likes progressive views. They want to start moving in that direction. It's just, it, it, and, and, you know, granted, there can be an argument with the speed in which they start moving towards those things, but fighting them is a losing battle. And it's just going to make us look unorganized and stupid and uncaring and uncaring because we're supposed to be the party of the people. But the people are saying one thing, but old school Democrats are saying another. Well, but and that's also, the issue. But also, but again, it's like, it's what are we going to, what are we going to, what are we, how are we going to fight it? Because if we're going to face the facts, the facts are 
that well again we don't know anything until the senate the two senate seats resolve themselves in georgia because i was holding out for alaska for no reason i know i know know it was for no reason but there was like there was a lot of fucking votes left to be counted and there was a mathematical chance so i was like i was like maybe alaska will turn around it'll surprise us and then but yeah the minute the minute mark meadows got fucking uh the chief of staff got coronavirus like from like the election party i was just like give me you know, a couple of dead Southern white senators, just a couple of dead Southern white senators, just, you know, for the time being would be great. Like, I'm still hoping out, we're gonna have a lot of dead old white shitty Republicans. I'm just hoping that might be the I case. just, honestly, I just but, hope it's not Ben Carson because we can't, because because that, that, I mean, like, that's a, that's a blatant picture that's being painted. Like if two black people underneath fucking Trump dies, like Herman Cain and Ben Carson, like that's a message that will only be seen by a few and not by, well, uh, and, and, and let's face it, you know, Casey, these COVID numbers right now in this country are through the roof. I'm flying on Friday. How do you feel about that? The country, you know, I mean, we'll but you're see staying long have... enough to quarantine there yeah, and I'm coming back for... and you'll, and you'll isolate again when you're back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm staying for, I'm saying I, I don't even have a return ticket yet because again, it's like, why buy a return ticket when there could be 500 fucking thousand cases a day in this country, you know? So I'm, um, uh, just instead of buying a return ticket, I'm buying a coffin just to be sure. Cover all well, if you start coughing, you better get a coffin. Well, if I'm just worried that um, I don't know how, you know, if, if I'm not sitting next to anyone, I'm taking a red eye. Um, it's, you know, I don't, it's Friday. We're getting close to the, the holiday travel, but I don't know, but maybe everyone's flying on that fucking day because they want to get there two weeks before vacation too. Um, you know what makes me apprehensive though, Casey, and because, you know, a lot of things that I'm hearing, especially from, you know, like in a morning America and shit is, you know, flying is safe, flying is safe, but this is also a dying industry as a result of pandemic. So it makes me question, I, I, I'm, you know, I, I, obviously I'm like, you should go and visit your family, but like, why didn't you think about like driving? Why didn't you think about like renting a car and like doing like kind of, was, was that, was that too much of a thing? I, it's too far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, this is, I want to be there on a specific day. And, um, I, you know, it's, I mean, I like, that's the thing. It's like, I've, I've been in LA. What have I been here for a month? <laughs> you know, I've yeah. been here for a month, tried to settle in. I mean, if I was going to drive, I would have had to left. It's also much more expensive to drive. You know I mean? That's yeah. the one thing. Yeah, it's still yeah, relatively yeah. cheap to fucking fly. I got, you know, for one way of like cross country for, you know, under 150 bucks, which is good. Um, so uh, like, my fear is just being near a bunch of fucking strangers in a tube, but that's just the flying thing. Also, I mean, they're, they're the, the, you know, my fear used to be fucking plummeting to death. And now I like they're the, the 737 max or whatever, whatever one that plummeted and killed a bunch of people yeah. those two times, like they're putting those back in the sky. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right. Airlines are a dying industry and I don't trust any of the goddamn stuff. I don't know. I, I feel fine about the whole thing. What were we talking about? Oh, coronavirus going up to the Yeah. Because oh, election because, night. Well, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so, so like I was out and about, not election night, but the day on Saturday when we found out that Biden uh, was declared the winner. Um, and there are a lot of fucking people out and about, you know, there's a lot of fucking people out and about and people are all getting close to each other. So, I mean, um, I, you know, I'll, I'll we'll see. I was out at like seven in the morning that morning. Yeah. Um, and uh, because it had been called uh, and, uh, and so I was like, I'll get in coffee and 
I actually got emotional because it was a beautiful moment. It was still really early. So like, it wasn't yeah. so nuts, but like you knew that the people that were coming out uh, were, were like, they, everyone seemed lighter and people were honking horns still even that early. And um, I, I walked around and drank my coffee and enjoyed it the moment because, you know, I was um, uh, at Grand Park with when Obama won. Yeah. And I, and I remember that moment being so fucking amazing and, and, and like, it, it, it was like, oh, hope, you know, but um, so, so I wanted to experience this, but then it kind of got a little bit fraternity and I was like, I watched it from my window, you know, cause I, I was just like, I don't. I, it was similarly, I mean, I cried several times cause I didn't go out. I didn't, but liberals don't know how to cover their noses. That's the thing. Liberals will wear their masks, but they can't cover the noses for some reason. Liberals cover your fucking noses. I just think that that, you know, I think a lot of people think when you're outside and you're around people, I mean, but again, it's like, we don't know, like the, you know what, the, the protest we'll see in um, two weeks. <laughs> did not become, the protest didn't really become super, super spreader events. I think people back then were, were, you know, I, there was less fatigue about the entire thing now. I mean, but I, I will say, I'm happy that I was like out in the crowds for a bit because the, the, just the mass energy of feeling good about something or anything for a moment in the future. I mean, I hadn't felt that good since I found out that Donald Trump got COVID. <laughs> so it was <laughs> a good feeling to be around people sharing the demise of a dictator, tyrant, piece of shit, sick in the head and in his blood and in his, in his breast. In his, in, in his lungs because he's still got lingering COVID in there well, I'm hoping he dies you know but I, I just I, I just uh, here's here's my issue and what I think like the American public should be revolting by right now is that we, we since election day we've seen Trump twice and that was coming and going from golfing both times um now, now basically he's on that veteran he was at the oh well today well well yes well for veterans day he did his arlington uh cemetery and, thing but that was his you know only, in the history but he was Grace, late and he didn't say a word what a what a good president who loves uh the troops so much that on veterans day i bet he doesn't even know what day armistice day is like a why veterans day is on 11 11 because don't they no. commemorate it at a certain time like it literally comes down it's, to like the 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 minute the second the they fucking... signed the treaty of versailles on the 11th on like the 11th minute of the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month or something like that. the 11th hour of the 11th day and the he showed month. up what like 30 minutes later so because <laughs> he don't give a fuck because he lost and he thinks so he's going through and i'm sure his advisor like you have to go and do this because we need troops to you know believe your fucking bullshit and he just fired the fucking national the fucking defense secretary it is let's go round back we're, to that fucking, oh you were talking yeah. about him not talking go ahead go ahead well go no ahead. so so we're watching him be president by tweet like he let everyone know that he made those firings speaking of those firings again he mentioned that yeah. in, a, in a tweet um, he hasn't come out and uh, made any kind of comment. He hasn't been taking any questions from the press. And, and, and he wants us to believe that, that he's an, and then we have Pompeo who is in front of the press and is saying, oh, don't worry, we're gonna be fine for a transition into Trump's second term. This seems very, very suspicious and we need to be on guard about this. And I'm hoping that he, I, I'm hoping that if there's a call from the military or for the military to come out and hit our streets for some unknown fucking reason, because he's going to say, he's going to claim victory 
which is which which is what I think he's going to do. He's going to try to come out and he's going to try to claim victory and know that that's going to uh, drive people to the streets because it's just not true, and then fucking hit us with our own army. That's what I feel is a fear. Of, well, that, that is a fear of mine. I, you know, I mean, I think. If he could, if he could, if he could fucking gas a group of people so he can hold up a Bible in front of a church, it doesn't fucking, wouldn't surprise me if he could do that. No, I, I agree that the optics of it and what he is doing are inherently um, worst case scenario. You know, yes. I think that he, again, but remember what you said does, earlier, he just no, manages to do it. He just no, manages is, to do shit. Well, and that's what it's like. <laughs> the thing that annoys me the most about the fucking Republicans who are not taking a stand here, which continues to show how scared they are of the 71 fucking million people who came out to vote, you know, not for fucking Trump. I mean, not for fucking, you know. Yeah. Why aren't you scared of the 76? Dan like, Sullivan why, in fucking why, Alaska. Why is no one care to the 76 million? Why? It is. I mean, that Why is the thing because scary? because because the because a couple of things. One, they have guns much more so than we do. We bought more this year, but they've been buying them for a lot more. One, they get them at two, like birthday parties and shit. They have proven that they will do anything, and we continue to play by the rules and the norms and the laws, which we're which we want to because that's how humanity. Because we and don't, yeah, we don't work. want to destroy the that's structure of humanity. Yeah, humanity and society fucking works, and yeah. we understand that just like every other fucking constitution in the world, we're so high and fucking built up on our constitution that hasn't changed in any sort of dramatic fucking way structurally like it like every other constitution in the fucking world with every other working thriving democracy it fucking they change over time you know they're living and breathing documents and we don't allow ours to live we and don't breathe, allow ours like to live and breathe black yeah to live and breathe yeah no we don't fucking and, country and but see this is and this is the delusion of like the american dream and 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 you know uh manifest destiny and all that fucking bullshit it's it, it, we we have been so, and that's why we can't fucking wear masks or stop crying about this shit is because we're free. We're free. We can do whatever we want to hell with anyone else because God damn it, we're free. And Jesus gave us free will. So not only are we free in our country, but we're free from our Jesus. So woohoo, fuck everybody else. And this is why it, it, we, it will probably go to herd immunity because this country can't get their shit together. This planet can't get yeah. their shit together. Which I mean, is, it is, I'm very pro-Earth and that would help the planet. I mean, I know you are very pro-Earth and you do want most white Christians to die. And I understand that. And I will say, um, as someone who, you know, is a real Greekophile, loves ancient Greek history. Not anyone who listens to this show, by the way. Not anyone who listens to this show. Okay. No, 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 no. But, you know, um, if we were making a list of all of our fans, <laughs> um, uh, but, <clears throat> and, you know, where we want them to die, which we don't have that list. I swear we don't have that list. But the point is, is that like, you know, the, the, you, there is something about people who don't want to, um, uh, who don't care about this world as much as they, you know, want to thrive in the afterlife and we have to do it. I don't even, what were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about fucking these assholes who uh, uh, fucking suck. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, 
I just think it's like, you know, I do, I, I, I overall, I have optimism and I think we, we should have that now, oh. but I just think the Republicans have shown that they, by, by letting Trump just, just, you know, get his, get his stuff out. He always causes a bigger problem than they ever anticipated. And I'm just worried what, him accepting his fucking loss and how long that fucking takes and runs its course what fucking further fucking damage that's going to just put on all of us so i got some word back from my old homestead in central illinois because you know uh covid cases are on the rise everywhere and uh my town is like six thousand and some change 70 people went into the hospital over the weekend with covid um, that's a lot of people for yeah. a, a, a town of 6,000 and some change, you know what I mean? And, and this is, and I heard that people are getting sick with COVID and they don't want to go to the doctor because they don't want the fucking local bars to have to close one, or they can't afford to be sick. So they're still going to work even though they have COVID. So, I mean, and this one, is happening in rural Illinois, and this is well, happening in rural areas all over this fucking uh, uh, country right now because they're so ignorant that they don't understand that fucking uh, liberals want to help them. <laughs> I mean, you know, well, one thing is liberals are always talking about them want we us wanting them to die, which might be an issue for <laughs> in that department. Not die, but, just not be dumb. Just not be yeah, dumb. Well, and if you choose to if you choose to stay them. dumb, then meh. If you die, yeah. it's a meh. That's it. It's a we're not, it's, we're, a lot. it's a meh. That's it. It's not like we're trying to say die, it, but if you it, do, it, meh. But it, you know, I mean, like you don't think they're meh. Under? You don't think they're meh about us. See, here's the thing. We no, handle, I don't hold on. We handle hold these on. people with kid gloves. Like they're fucking so gone. Because they need fragile. to be. Because if we don't, because it because they are, they're incredibly fucking fragile. But where are the snowflakes and we're the ones, see, this is, this is, this is, but we have to be better. It's like, you know what, fucking vice president Harris had to be fucking better than everyone else just to be the first vice president, you know, Barack Obama had to be better than everyone fucking else. And that's, you can't that's be better than works. cheaters, bro. You can't be better than cheaters. No, like the you, thing ultimately is, you can be better than cheaters. I mean, you can, but cheaters like are still all, cheaters. No, I know. But like, I'm not saying we have, I'm not saying not cheat them. Honestly, I'm not saying not cheat them. Just don't fucking tell, like, we need to stop saying we're better than them because that's what they hate more than anything else. I don't that's give like, a fuck not, what they hate. The I don't give a I know. fuck what they hate. You know what? Seven, know, you know what's, you know what's more than 71? You know what's more than 71? 76, all right? That's more than 71. Yeah, 76 is more than 71. So that 71, yeah. fucking get smarter or shut the fuck up. All right. Yeah. Just I mean, shut. Right. this is this is this is my hope. I hope that, you know, Biden does lift up to what he says, where he's like, uh, or like the thing is make politics boring again. So those people tune the fuck out because here's who's not tuned out right now. The young liberal youth. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that, too. And I do. Th I mean, that's why I'm optimistic. I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic with a party that has Stacey Abrams fucking leading the charge. I'm optimistic with the party that has AOC fucking Senate spreading the message. I'm fucking optimistic. We love with, you, Georgia. Uh, party we love you, Georgia. Buttigieg, you know, Georgia. fucking Pete Buttigieg, you know, I, like they, they, we have we we have young fucking real talent on this side. And um, there's a big gap in between. And we need to I mean, that's I just hope politics stays something that people 
who are really talented stuff want to do because it's real fucking dirty and real fucking gross and who and it's not that much money in the in the grand scheme until you you know cash out on consultantships afterwards but like you know the future looks bright for the democrats we just not gotta we just can't eat eat our own and we'll see if well and that's the thing we we lost how we lost uh houses in the our seats in the house and that can't go that can't go unnoticed and we didn't we, we put a lot of money into some senate seats and lost yeah. So what what and 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 what we need and what the Democrats need to understand are the ones that fucking had a progressive agenda were the ones that won, and the ones who didn't, lost. So uh, it, where 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 what, why are you saying that? Because they were like progressive. They they were like uh, Bernie supported uh, politicians. That's what I read. Oh no, you read that eighty five percent number. What's up? What, what are you? No, what are no, you the, saying? No, the, the the number of Senate, like the 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 number of Senate seats uh, that that won, um, and House seats that won or whatever were the were like Bernie people, were like progressive politicians. Uh, I don't want like, to because there was re-election of AOC got reelected. You know, like that. That's yeah. kind of what in, I mean. Like, in in Queens, I think that there's a completely different uh, argument coming we out. We took of, Arizona. Yeah, but there's a completely different argument coming out of um, the places Hip and like Looper or whatever. Chris, yeah, <laughs> what Hick and Looper, but Hick and Looper is not a not a not a, a super progressive liberal. And I'm not saying that's not right. I'm just saying that's not like the total case. There is a lot of polit- there are a lot of Democrats who won their first term last time in 2018 and were uh, either lost uh, this time around, especially here in California. A lot lost in California. A bunch lost in New York, and a lot of people were upset about the progressive tilt of the well, Democratic California's Party. So we are setting ourselves up. Liberals for- are leaving California. Here's the, here's, what, here's the thing. Because of pandemic, people in the cities are leaving California. The cities so, weren't the but, problem. The cities but, but, were but, the, but who's staying? The who's staying are the fucking, uh, like, oh, like, all the conservative folks are staying. So... Well, there's just what we do know is there's no easy solutions for the future. So sleep tight this month because it's going to get a rocky in 2021, baby. 70 days, 70 days to see where it goes. But, you know, we did it. We did the show. Uh, Casey, I'm really happy Biden won because if Trump was the president, I don't know if we could do this for another four years. <laughs> I mean, the podcast, I mean, life, I mean, everything. So that alone is a good grand fucking thing. And if you want to see me do comedy, you can see me on the 19th on Steph Tolov's Zoom comedy show. Um, you can see me in Rhode Island uh, before 10 p.m. because that's when the curfew kicks in uh, up until Thanksgiving. So have a wonderful time. You can Venmo me at Casey-Ley. Follow me Casey-Wley on Twitter and Casey-Ley on Instagram. Tony! If you like this show, please go to our iTunes page and subscribe to it and like it and leave a comment about it. That'd be great. Um, I do the Tony Soto show every week. Uh, tune in to listen to the show this week. We had Big Dipper on and it was a really fun time. Um, I'm the Tony Soto show on everything. So please uh, support and uh, we'll be back again next week. Bye. Bye.